You know, when everybody at Thanksgiving time, when everybody's like, God, I don't want to have to deal with my racist uncle. Yeah. That's Jim Jordan. Yeah. He's, he is America's he's, he's America's <laughs> He's America's racist uncle. Yeah. He's yeah. the kind of racist uncle that doesn't even wait to get drunk to be racist. He just Every walks in. Every time going, he opens his mouth, you just like, and you're, if you're from Ohio, you just kind of lower your head and you just kind of cringe because you're like, God, it's going to be horrible. No matter what he says, it's going to no be matter horrible. what he says. Yeah. And like, I, I don't want to get into that. I want to talk about something <laughs> drastically more important uh, that is a serious. Uh, as probably could be as far as big government goes grand admiral thrawn yes <laughs> and we're gonna get into yeah. it we really really are gonna get into it but you had a request of me i did i had some homework before the last uh <laughs> podcast that we didn't do because you think your family's more important than hanging out with your best friend <laughs> which is fucking dickish and horrible and it's rude so it uh, i sat here for three weeks I let waiting to record our... <laughs> you've been there the whole threw time my beard out a little long i didn't i just shaved Plain, it a little bit, actually. what was it bobble ball whatever it was uh, bubble 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 or bubble ball or bubble <laughs> double double i wasn't i was stuck in a game i couldn't figure out how to get out of it was a it was a bit of a boomer moment where like, what's going on why won't you let me leave and then it turns out there's a button that said leave activity <laughs> <laughs> really big do real big right in yeah. the middle of the screen uh so anyway what was your request of me i asked you okay so uh, a little bit of a backstory the last episode uh i made a fool of myself as i am one to do uh when you Often said loudly. you know kylo ren couldn't kill his own mom right yeah like he tried to and he couldn't do it and i said yeah but didn't he he shot anyway right and you said no somebody else did and i was like oh, okay whatever that made me realize that i've only seen the last jedi and the force awakens once each. Yeah. And that was like, I saw The Force Awakens in theaters, but Last Jedi and Force um, The Rise of Skywalker, I saw when they came out uh, for streaming, or yeah. not streaming, but when they were available for digital download. And that was like, because of family and life and complicated stuff, that was the last time I got a chance to see them. Yeah. So I said, that is a problem that should be rectified. I need to go back and rewatch these. So I asked you to do the same because yeah. I did that. I went back and I rewatched the whole sequel trilogy. Oddly, I watched it in reverse order. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's weird. But yeah, because I, I, I realized that the one I'd only seen, for sure, the one I'd only seen once was Rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah. I'd only seen it once. Um, and I know that I maybe saw Last Jedi once or twice. But um, so then I, I watched uh, Rise of Skywalker, went back, watched Last Jedi, and I was like, well, I might as well finish it off with The Force Awakens. And then after that stop, <laughs> after I finished Force Awakens, I was like, you know what else I haven't seen but one time? Solo. So I'm going to watch Solo again. Uh, and then I did that. And then I was like, you know what I haven't watched in a long time? Rogue One. So I just went back uh, and I did all the Disney we've movies. Done a, we've done a saga movie, the sagas. Yes. 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 So, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit yes. because uh, uh, I had a theory that uh, much like the prequel is now getting a second life and it's sort of being uh, forgiven for a lot of its, what people consider past sins. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that shortly in the in the near future um, the same will happen for the sequel trilogy. And I went back and I watched The Force Awakens and it is not a perfect movie. No. But it is by no means a bad movie. No, like, not even remotely. I, like, I'm so confused. I'm Okay, because okay, I'll talk about, okay, I'll get it all out, out in front. Like, there's things okay. that I don't like. We've talked many times about Finn. Yeah. Finn is clearly, from The Force Awakens on, he is clearly Force-sensitive, right? Yes. They even stick with that. In, they don't develop it, but they stick with that in Rise of Skywalker when the other Stormtrooper uh, is like, we just had a feeling, so we came here, right? And that that's clearly, they are Force-sensitive, right? Yeah. And uh, perhaps in this next Ray movie, we will get a Finn Jedi, perhaps. I don't. Th I think that he has. Oh, has he's, he's cut. Tight. I think he 
has washed himself of Disney because I think after the Rose scandal, the Rose Gate, if you will, yeah, uh, where where people ruined a perfectly good character. Because guess yes. what? We need people who aren't fucking force sensitive. We need people that just do work and aren't like space monks. We need yeah. people like Rose who have a reason to hate the Empire, or the First Order, or whatever the next big. We need list. more Jen Ursos. We need more Jen Ursos. We need normal folks to do normal folk stuff. Because guess what? It's not the heroes that always win the battles. Like it, it's normal people who stand up and say this is enough. That's mm. what makes them heroes. So so, but I think after that, and then the backlash he, that Disney got because of him, they kowtowed to this very loud minority mm. and made him not a Jedi. Not officially a Jedi. They just kind of went, well, we didn't say he wasn't. We just didn't say he was. Yeah. So I think that to him, he worked really hard to develop a really good character. He worked really hard at, at fulfilling the role they gave him, and, and then they just left him out to dry. They left him mm. hanging. Like, that's it. So so I think, I really do think he's just yeah. cut ties completely with Disney. Which, good for him, because now he's doing lots of cool stuff, man. Yeah. But, uh, so the Finn, and, and then you mentioned Rose, right? Yeah. So, uh, Rose had a great setup in The Last Jedi, and I was ready to see more of them in that relationship. Uh, but like you said, uh, the kowtowing to the toxic fan culture, right? Yeah. I think it, that I think that's the clearest victim of the fan, the toxic fan culture, right? Was the Finn and Rose character arc. Yeah. Uh, but um, the other thing I don't like, which I've been uh, you know upfront about since the beginning, was uh, is Palpatine. Like Ray, not everything with Palpatine. Like I, I'm okay with their, him being the big bad and everything, but we needed some setup for that. That should have yeah. happened in Last Jedi. Like after Snoke was cut in half at the end of Last Jedi, maybe a after credit scene or something to just say, okay, well maybe Palpatine was pulling the strings the whole time, right? Just something to sort of set that up because it really is like the opening crawl comes up and it's like the dead speaks and and that was like there you go and there there's Palpatine yeah and then <clears throat> I, the the whole idea that Ray is uh, a, a failed clone or whatever of Palpatine right but that that feels very tacked on okay yeah. so there there you go there's my biggest complaints about the movie now I want to talk about the things that I love about the movie okay and I'll talk about the things that I love about the entire trilogy and the biggest thing that I love about the entire trilogy is is Ray yeah. I mean Ray is fantastic like from the yeah. very first moment she's on the screen she's fantastic the whole trilogy follows her arc so well and something about daisy ridley the way she does action is she's so intense with the way that yeah. she does action to where like in the rise of skywalker when she is like like she seems dangerous with a lightsaber she's not elegant she's not like you know uh she's not like super like uh samurai like ahsoka right but she i mean she looks like she will ta literally yeah. take your head off that thing uh, and like she's, she's just a, raw power she's harrison ford action that's what they found a girl but not not, not that but a person to play that role but the reason i think harrison ford as indiana jones worked so well even though he definitely was not built to be an action guy the reason it worked is because the action that he did do not only felt like he was a dude who could punch a nazi in the face real fucking hard but it also looked like a normal person punching it mm -hmm. it didn't look like he didn't do karate he didn't instantly know how to do mma he couldn't arm bar anybody what he could do was like swing wildly and beat people like that yeah. it felt natural and real and that's that's what they did with daisy ridley in that she was not trained by jedi she didn't know any special moves she only had natural talent that's it she and was there's a scrapper something genius who could about. scrap she's a scrapper who could scrap. that's it she was a scrapper she was a street kid on the on that junkyard of a planet why does everybody want to go back to jack who jack who listen also man he's a phenomenal actor and the comedy beats in those three movies yeah. are as good if not better than any comedy beats we've seen and as much as i 
want to dislike BB-8, fucking flaming thumbs up made me chuckle. Yeah. Still makes me chuckle. Yeah. Like and the, the fact that he's pointing to the right one, he goes, "Which what is thing?" He's like, Rimmer, "Thanks, man." Like that, that weird yeah. buddy. Like I, I mean, that know, whole man. interchange, like the one I'm pointing to, this one, that one, the one I'm pointing <laughs> to, and he was like, and he's picking up everything, you know. Uh, but because we've all been there, right? But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and the comedy is great. Like it's it's not um, it's not that Marvel kind of comedy where it undercuts the drama. Like it doesn't yeah. do that. It like it uh, it really sort of is much like the original trilogy like it's very it's sort of normal natural people. it's like if comedy. you and i were stuck on a spaceship together and you knew what to do and i didn't i would give you flack no yeah. matter the danger i would still be making like dick and fart jokes and we would still be doing this and that's a genius of how well and i think people overlook they made it seem very natural in a galaxy far far away it didn't seem forced and it didn't seem you know that's the genius they did of rogue one is that wasn't supposed to be normal that was terrorist people doing terrorist people stuff against the empire or mm-hmm. freedom fighters whichever you choose so it was dark and gritty and i didn't relate to many of those characters at all because you're not supposed to mm-hmm. you're not you're not was so- very was very uh i mean Man, that's a- what they're talking about is hope but the hope is very hard to see in that movie and it's yeah, to- and it's yeah because it's a it's a pinhole you're yeah. starting a tunnel that's five miles long and there's very thin light at the end and then at the very end when everybody fucking dies <laughs> and we see that fucking man that scene i don't know that there's a better made like or Star- by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans than Vader ripping through that consulate ship and mm. like that and the way the and- troop is like like wh- whatever that guy yells at the end like he hits the button and he's screw- launch like that it's yeah. just like he that dude he knows he doesn't have long to live and, and again <laughs> a normal person who's not force sensitive who goes if I don't do this simple thing if I don't get this thing where it needs to go I'm gonna die here but yeah. like my friends and family wherever they are will for sure die if I don't yeah. do this. Launch. There's something about, like, it's it's Toy Story. It's the, them holding hands, going down the fucking, down into the mouth of madness. Like, accepting fate. And that, that's a movie. That clip is a movie. Now, it's a middle movie that we know the beginning and end to, because we've mm-hmm. seen the part before and the part after. But that Vader clip not only sets up Vader in probably the best light outside of, like, Anakin, but that was Darth Vader. Do you know why he did that? Because he didn't give a shit. He had a task. He had to do it. Because he had other shit go do. So he was going to rip through that ship and kill everybody as quickly as possible to get done what he needed to get done. And that, to me, sums up Anakin Vader way better than anything we had ever mm. seen. And now we've seen more because, uh, you know, I killed Anakin, that whole shit. But that scene doesn't happen unless Rogue One happened. Yeah. Unless we saw Vader be fucking Vader, man. And and the greatest thing, I know we're jumping to Rogue One here, but... The no, greatest, no, we're not, no, we're going back and it's all the, part of the same The greatest thing. thing about Rogue One, um, outside of the movie, is that, uh, aside from, you know, us learning what happens to, to Andor and, and Urso and, and all that, right and seeing sort of the sacrifice that was made to get these plans to get this long shot of a hope one it it, it shows us how awful the empire are yeah. uh, and then two or is rather uh, and then two it amps up the stakes of a new hope like a thousand percent yeah. like when those guys are lining up um to to you know, imagine if you've never seen a new hope and you watch it in timeline order you see rogue one and then new hope starts and you've got all these rebel soldiers lining up in that hallway and there's all that ticking sound on that door we saw what happened the last time that <laughs> happened like those dudes are in trouble you know and, and not only that but but also like um just like how desperate it is that they succeed how like even these plans are like the it doesn't mean that they're going to be able to do anything they still have no. to launch an attack it's still against just the hope. Death Star. It's just the seed of hope and we learned that that ain't easy either man yeah like at that time it did take a space monk 
Yeah. <laughs> that time we definitely we definitely clicked off our our radar system and just trusted in the force because that's what was needed. Like, yeah. but man, it's Rogue One is such a good setup for the original trilogy that it blows my mind how well they did making it go from a gritty, dark, violent film into and it works so well with the pacing because could you imagine if Rogue One came out before them and just like just like it is back in the seventies and then the pacing almost an abrupt halt to a farm boy life on the plane of of Tatooine, farming moisture so that people can drink and fucking having blue milk with my aunt and uncle. Like, we're fucking zooming at 100 miles an hour and then we're just gonna take a nice little stroll to introduce that crazy fuckhole son that we don't know about. That's the other thing. We saw Vader do all that and we go to Luke and now we know the danger of Darth Vader. Mm. I mean, he was already, we saw him fucking swipe a stick in an old man's clothes and everybody was like, this is the greatest villain movies have ever given. And all he did was swipe at a thing and have an awesome voice. But could you imagine the 70s if we saw Rogue One first, Darth Vader would be, I mean, it would be what he is today, but like even, I don't know, man, it's just so well made. Yeah. Just yeah, so sure. good. But getting back to the, to the, um, Rise to the, the Rise of Skywalker stuff, there's gold in them, thar hills. Yeah. Like there is actual gold in those movies. And listen, Finn and Rose were not the only one. Captain Phasma yeah. was another one that we just, there should have been a real good Captain. Like she fell into fire. We should have, they gave Anakin or they gave Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan series, the fight that Phasma should. We should have saw Gwendolyn, whatever her name is, with half the mask dented and anger and hatred and vitriol. We she should have got a moment. Yeah. Because she was bad. She was a fucking silver stormtrooper. She man. was she was the embodiment of the first order fascism. Like she believed in it. Oh, like she swallowed full, it. Hook, yeah, whole cloth. Like she yep. she was like, this is what we are. And if we're ever going to be anything better, then we need to submit ourselves to the first order and bring order to the galaxy, right? And Finn was her antithesis because he said, no, I'm not going to do that. And not only that, even, even though he was a I've joker seen it. and not serious and yeah. not, he was he was everything she disliked about the galaxy. The people like him were what caused trife, the strife and turmoil and made everything chaotic and evil and she was the good and she yeah. was the shining silver knight of, of order and of law. And he, and he trampled on that flag. And yeah. he trampled that flag. Like, it's amazing. And she also did not, and I'm rewatching Game of Thrones, just background Game of Thrones because I hyper fixate on stuff. So for a long time, I was watching like the Overwatch League like video games for hours on end. So I was like, oh, I'll just rewatch because the first few seasons of Game of Thrones are so well made. But man, I was watching her and went, she's such a good actress. And mm-hmm. I like, I thought about it this morning went, she got reamed, man. Captain Phasma was a good character. And in kowtowing to the loud minority, I think they stripped a lot of great story that, that should have been in those movies. Mm-hmm. So not, again, I don't hate those movies. I love them. I love them for what they are. Yeah. I love them for what they brought us. So, um, but she's another one that got overlooked as a cool villain that we could have had like like and now we get it again they did it to us what they've given us in Thrawn is the villain we needed in those movies and they gave us Enoch which is what Gwendolyn what what Captain Phasma should have been yeah he swallowed I mean he is Thrawn's subordinate till the bitter end and I'm glad we didn't get anything he also might be a lich oh yeah yeah they're all (laughs) yeah come on yeah we don't even need to get it well he's not a lich those liches were liches something blew that face mask up and he had to replace it so I'm just and saying. Listen, guys, <laughs> Star Wars has notoriously taken from from cultures we know, and there's a lot of cultures that use porcelain death masks and golden death masks and lots of things to hide the faces and make the dead beautiful while they're being buried. The black, the red and gold, the red wrapped around. Lots mm-hmm. of people wrap broken things in red in lots of cultures to signify the a rebirth, a reformation. The gold is used in in a, a Japanese ancient Japanese cultures to fix broken things. 
because Japanese people say things get used, they get broken. That's nothing to, 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 to shake a stick at. Celebrate it. That thing got used to the best of its ability. Put it back together and use it again. And they mm. do it with gold. They fill cracks with gold because they think broken things are beautiful. And that's a fucking amazing thing. The second I saw the gold on those dudes, the second the Night Sisters were involved, I was like, none of these motherfuckers are alive. <laughs> and if they are, and also that's what's in the, it's just bodies, right? That's the cargo. Yeah. Right? That's gotta be. He's taking the Night Sisters to bring that shit to life because it's going to yeah. be real hard. We saw, uh, uh, we saw, uh, uh, Sauron did that <laughs> yeah. with the dead. Um, so that's what it's Aragorn be. did that. I mean, Aragorn did it with a little the bit dead. different. Yeah. He different, but back. the same, really. Yeah. So, uh, well, he did go and find ghosts that were stuck. He didn't yeah, bring them true. back. Yeah. So, but, uh, it's going to be bad times for the New Republic. And Sorry, let's talk guys. about the Darth Maul esque of, of Enoch in that he's a badass and we know he's a badass, but instead of burning that candle as quickly and brightly as we could and then letting him die, we got nothing out of Enoch. Yeah. So, man, next season or whatever he, if he shows up in the movie or listen, I told Sherry, I go, I think this is only a one off. And then I, when we were clicking on it, I, when I was texting you, I clicked on it. I go, wait a minute. That doesn't say like Obi-Wan said series finale yeah. at that last episode. That's a season. Yeah. So they did. And that, that's not saying we're going to get a second season. What I'm saying is they, Disney went, it's one good. <laughs> so we will not discount a second yeah. season. I think they're going to wrap it up in a, a movie or a trilogy of movies on Disney plus. I don't think it's going to see theater. I think mm. Dave Filoni has realized where what what he has and what they're doing is best suited for people being able to watch at home. Yeah. And sure. man, man, Ahsoka is so well made, dude. Yeah. Top to bottom, four Star Wars fans by Star Wars fans, and it is almost perfect. And I only say that is because I don't want to ruin it. But to me, it is I did not dislike a moment. And I dislike that Ray Stevens died. Yeah. Cause man, I really want to know what Balon Skull. But people pointed out that uh um what's his name from um um Ray Donovan. What's his name? Shri um, Shri um uh, Leave Shriver. Leave Shriver. Thank you. People pointed out that Leave Shriver looks an awful lot like uh, uh, Ray Stevens. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, we could go. Oh, he's twisted by the dark side even more, and then yeah. and then just kind of. We're just. Kind of, I mean, everybody knows what happened. Just recast him. I know, like, man. It's so sad though. He is. Uh, I want to know who his master was, man. I want to know who taught that guy, because man, I have a feeling. I've got a feeling uh, that it was Qui Gon Jinn, or at least Qui Gon had a lot to do with that. I do not look to either side. I look mm -hmm. at me for guidance. Like, that there's tracks. something to him. It tracks, man. It tracks. Yeah. So, uh, Ahsoka's great. Uh, lots of it's love there. So we'll get into that in, in a little bit more, but let's uh, let's go back to the sequel. And past the, in a new episode. I, that's going to guard, because now we have a whole series <sighs> yeah. to talk about, and there's a lot, man. And, and just, to, to, just to buttress or butt in this, uh, how the hell did they find a guy that not only sounds like a future Ezra, but looks like a, like yeah, a yeah. cartoon ridiculous. character with a giantly, like his note, like, I'm not, not that guy, but like, Ezra is a cartoon and he's got cartoony features and outside of giving that dude glowy blue eyes a little bit of like a shine to his blue eyes that guy might have blue eyes though but they found a guy that like I picked it up and I showed Sherry go look at like that guy looks like this cartoon kid yeah. how the fuck did they do that that can't and be he's prosthetic funny and he's handsome so fuck and that he's, guy get the fuck out of here with this stupid curly beard <laughs> and this fucking his, his Shaolin-esque force fighting yeah. and like and man it was really good dude it's so good anyway let's move in Chopper man and it's all good and Hera <laughs> And give us, after Cara Dune fucked up by being a, a homophobe and a transphobe and a, and a bitch, like, let's <laughs> give let's give the, the Rangers of the New Republic a go with uh, with Chunky Dude and Hera. 
I don't know his name. I don't want to call him Porkins because he's uh, not Porkins. But his name is Reeve. his name is Carson. Carson Teeve. Yeah. Carp. Yeah. I get. I know his. I know. Listen. I know their names. Right. Get it. You just. But wanted to say Chunky. Dude. Again, I had to be disparaging because it's funnier. He's a pilot. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, listen, so, if Porkins can squeeze his tubby butt into a next week, his anybody can. Pork, so there wasn't even. Yeah. Weren't even yeah. They're like there. fat. I don't know. Call him Pork Peter Porkins. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Peter Peter so, Piggy Porkins. That's his name. <laughs> if his call sign was Piggy, that would have been. Awesome. Listen, also some about a guy is like, look, I may be fat. I'm a damn good boy. Well, he wasn't. He was not a good starfighter no. pilot well, that we saw. Well, you know, it's an extreme circumstance. He did survive the Battle of Scarif, though. So he I did. Mean, oh, he did. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, we'll move on from Rise of Skywalker, but yeah. So, and I've talked about this in the last episode where it came up, but the visuals are great. I mean, as much as I have a problem with Palpatine being there, dude was scary. He was scary he was, as shit. That that um, contraption. Uh, listen, also you're correct. It wasn't hard. It they should listen. It should have been the storyline from the beginning of why on earth would you think that that great evil would give up so quickly? Yeah. Right. Voldemort held on. And Sauron held about, on. And all the on all the other well in the prequel trilogy. I mean, what was his what was his big argument to Anakin? Like, we can live indefinitely. Like, I figured out the secret of eternal life. And so, I mean, like, it's not out of it's not out of nowhere. It's just from the end of Last Jedi to uh, Rise of Skywalker, it seemed out of nowhere. Well, they dog-eared that that page and then never never revisited until literally a hundred years later almost. Like it feels like. But like, so all it would have taken was some 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 laughter or a whisper. Like like Game of or not Game of Thrones, but the Lord of the Rings movies did it perfectly. Because they had um um what's her name Galadriel just sum up the world we had in about thirty seconds. That's all they do it every movie. They give us a scrolling thing. So scroll whispers, scroll an ancient evil, scroll a dark past, anything to say Palpatine's gone, but is he? Mm. Should never be discounted. He is, after all, the Phantom Menace. So he is the Phantom fucking Menace, guys. Yeah. And again, sixty five when he enacted his great plan. That's all I'm saying. It took him a <laughs> yeah. long time, and in all that time was still training as a Sith Lord because yeah. he didn't get that powerful just naturally had to work at it so that like give us that give me a give me a, yeah. a shift palpine younger just on one-off movie i'd love it dude it'd be so good so uh also i think oh, yeah, the ahead. last point about rise of skywalker and then we'll move back to uh, last jedi but uh i think that yes carrie fisher left us too soon yeah uh, Which, however Ahsoka, listen the c-3po i fucking cried yeah. i literally my eyes got eerie i was so happy that anthony daniels got to re- and then he posted the thing he was like i'm it was me i was there i'm so and he didn't he wasn't happy he goes I thank you guys for the love and the outpouring of emotion and I'm glad I got to do this for Harry and look I'm getting misty eyed now going what a fucking sweet man that his whole life he's only going to be known as a golden idiot robot that nobody really (laughs) likes but has to be involved with because he's there but like for him to go I did it because that's what needed to be done because Harry deserved to be here for this and it's fucking sweet it's adorable and that's the Star Wars I love that's what comes of this galaxy speaking of Anthony Daniels right Uh, I know I said only one more point but you brought up another one (laughs) for for Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, I will step into the ring and say that Rise of Skywalker was 3PO's best Star Wars movie. For sure, for sure. I mean, he had one of the funniest jokes in the whole thing. He was like, does anybody know what we should do? I have an idea. We should leave. It's hilarious, right? Because it's coming out, it's perfectly in character, but it's a a confident C-3PO that we've never, a confident yet cowardly C-3PO that we've never seen before. And then, of course, he has the the, the sweetest line in the movie. He says, I want to take one last 
look at my friends. And then volunteers to have his fucking memory wiped, knowing he might never get it back again. Yep. And I mean, come on. Best C-3PO movie in the And in again, the, all of them. a normal person doing something, knowing it may yeah. be the last thing they do to protect and save the people they love. It's amazing. And I will call, listen, I it's not, they're AI. They're, they're programmed beginning, but we know that, that these droids become their own beings the second they're made. Just like clones, mm. they're not all Jango Fett. They are individually their own person. They're not droids. Obi-Wan is racist because droids. Yes. Now, there <laughs> are some droids that, that don't have AI programming. Medical droids are not, most, most medical droids. The, the ones you see with the microphone face, like those things are not programmed to do anything except for that little, they're basically just a program in a body. Those are not, but they have the capability to be upgraded and become sentient beings. C-3PO is a sentient being. So, and not only that, a smart, calculating, cowardly ass human <laughs> conscious being. Yeah, I mean, he's shaggy. He's he's, he's shaggy. shaggy. Okay. A thousand percent. <laughs> he is fucking shaggy. Why? We should go into that mansion. The fuck we should. Yeah. We should not. We should not my dog want to smoke weed in this band <laughs> and, and not go in the big scary place. They're like, but what about the fuck? Who cares what <laughs> some old man is doing to his friends and family to get his inheritance back or whatever? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to rip off any more mess. I literally want to smoke weed and eat a giant submarine sandwich. With my and dog. guess what? They're all correct. They're yes. both very right. <laughs> we should leave. Oh, then what happens to the galaxy? I will quote the great Mel Brooks. What happens if it falls? What? The Roman Empire. Fuck it. <laughs> Absolutely fuck it. Who cares? This, like, I can't do it. I'm a normal dude. Now, granted, in the scheme of things, normal people become heroes because they do finally go, we can't. And we notice that, yeah. guess what? The cowardly C-3PO did exactly what heroes do. In a moment of fight or flight, he decided to save his friends and family. He would fight and let his memory get wiped yep. by Bubba yep. Frick, one of the cutest, most adorable little <laughs> fucking dudes in the whole universe. <laughs> so, he, uh, yeah, then uh, Carrie Fisher left us, but I think that uh, had Carrie Fisher survived the filming of the of the movie, I think that instead of Han Solo being on the little uh, on Endor, it would have been Carrie Fisher because he'd already had that moment with Han Solo. He hadn't had that moment with Mom yet, and I think that yeah. was the last sort of scene. I think she was always supposed to not survive that movie, just like yeah, Luke yeah. was not supposed to survive Last Jedi, but because it's the next generation, right? So you can't have a Skywalker in a movie called The Rise of Skywalker that's about who's going to take the mantle, right? So yeah, uh, so that's in and yeah the the little the little guy that that fixed C-3PO or at least let him translate the Sith language. Uh, the, Babu Frick. What's her name? Uh, the 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 bounty hunter with the helmet on. Like uh, she was great. Oh, uh, uh, Zora. Zora. Yeah, yeah. Zora Bliss or something. Yeah, yeah that's anyway. Uh, she uh, you know she Fennec was only in there. Chan. Yeah. Fennec Chan. That's no, I don't think so. It's a different bounty somebody hunter. else with a different <laughs> helmet. Uh, but no, and but Last Jedi. Last Jedi. I know that uh, it's a very divisive film. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very divisive film. Uh, but I I don't want to give too much energy about arguing with what people say is wrong with the, uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, but, yuck, no yums. But I I do want to say what I why I think people have the divisive opinions about Last Last Jedi because it does something in Star Wars with the exception of maybe Rogue One, it does something in Star Wars that Star Wars has never done before, and that is it introduces ambiguity to it. So, uh, Luke Skywalker, admittedly, and he says so, he fucked up. Like, he made 
made a bad choice. And we said to ourselves, but Luke always made the right choice. Luke was always the good guy. He always made the right choice. He, look what he did with his dad. He made the right choice. He could have struck down his dad right then, and nobody would have faulted him for it. And he didn't. Instead, he willingly sacrificed himself to Palpatine because he didn't want to go down that, that path, right? And if it weren't for his dad standing up and eating that old man into the abyss, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Luke would have died then, right? So we're like, Luke always makes the right choice. And then Luke tells us a story where he fucked up big time. And, you know, and we're like, no, we don't like that. Okay. But then uh, the other thing that it did is it introduces Benicio Del Toro, who says, uh, it's it's not all good guys and bad guys. It's not black yep. and white. It's gray. You know, you know the yep. only way, the only way you, um, the only way you don't, the only way you keep your hands clean is you don't play, right? Yeah. And, well, and like, was don't, like his hat said, don't join. DJ stood for don't join. Like yeah. that's what they called him. Don't, well, they called him DJ, but like it literally in Arabesh said on his hat, fucking don't join. Yeah. When you pick a side, you're going to lose because a side always loses. So you're, you know, be Peter Baelish, like stay in the middle, work your own means until the bitter end. And that's it. Yeah. And Star Wars doesn't do that. Star Wars has good guys and has bad guys. And the good guys wear a certain color and the bad guys wear a certain color. And it's very clear cut. It's a battle of good and evil. But uh, two of our good guys uh, encountered, well, I would say one of our good guys made a really bad choice, which led to Kylo Ren and the yep. other, or potentially led to Kylo Ren. And the other one shows us that, you know what? The good guys and the bad guys get their weapons from the same source. And there's uh, it's a little bit more complicated than that, right? And I think that sort of muddies the Star Wars universe in a way that a lot of, like, I will say traditionalist or conservative fans did not really uh, uh, appreciate too much. I think more more so un non-creative thinkers. Yeah. People who, who diligently understand black versus white in, in the sense of this or that, not like a real color scheme thing, but like a lot of people are very linear in their thinking. It's much easier to go in old westerns, the reason the good guys wore white hats and the bad guys wore black is so that on screen, normal people would understand what was happening. Mm. So when there's gray mixed in, you go, well, who the fuck is that guy? And I always turn to, they asked a, a, a park ranger once why they can't make a trash can that can keep bears out. And he said, because the gap between the smartest bears and the dumbest humans <laughs> is way wider than you think. Like it, that, the overlap, I mean, it, so that's, that's just it. So when you write things, you have to write it for five-year-olds to understand and not for five-year-olds, but because lots of people don't have, and this, it sounds insulting, but it's not. It's just some people's brains aren't wired to think abstractly about normal things. They like, they want to read a book that gives a beginning and middle and an end because that's how their brain processes that mm -hmm. information. And you write, so you know that there's like, you've got to interweave in the things that you go, man, I don't want to do this, but I have to. The reason Stephen King describes things the way he does is so that people who can't, when he goes, well, there's an old musty cabin. In my brain, man, I can smell mold. I can see vines and leaves and, and shingles missing. A lot of people don't, can't picture anything. There are people who can't picture things when you explain anything to them. Their brain only works in words. So like, I think it's important, but I think you might be right. I don't know that I've ever thought about that. But when you bring in the gray side of the force or the fact that there are people who win, I don't give a fuck who wins. I'm going to come out on top for me and mine. Mm -hmm. And you might be right. It, and that's why they hated the casino scene. They thought it was like an anti-capitalism thing, but it wasn't. It was going, no, oh, even in the galaxy far, far away, people profit off of war. And guess mm -hmm. what's happening right now? People still profit off of war mm -hmm. right now. Right now. But and, and with, the, with the Luke Skywalker thing, uh, he, he did. He fucked up. But you know who else fucked up? Obi-Wan fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the entire Jedi Council fucked up big fucked time. Up. Uh, yeah. They fought a war that they were they were manipulated into fighting. They yeah. mixed religion and politics. Like they yeah. they made bad choices. Made and they knew and it. You know who else choices. knew they made bad choices? Yoda knew they made bad choices. Yep. 
<laughs> like they yeah, they and, screwed up. And I think Yoda Yoda falls into the line of of as much as we love our Grandmaster Yoda, um, as much as we adore the character they created in in Walks Awfully and Carry a Big Stick. He knew for a thousand years. He knew. He watched the Jedi go a direction, and it was what happened to Obama when he took office. I think Yoda started with the clearest of intentions of doing good in the universe, and I think once he got, because he came in in the middle of the High Republic, when the Jedi were in the millions, probably. They were literally training kids on every planet. There was a temple on every moon. The Jedi were at the height of their power, when, as far as we know, when Yoda joined the Jedi Order. And I think, much like an, a young Obama, he went in going, man, I'm gonna fucking rile it up. And the second you step in that water, it's fast moving, and it's cold, and it fucking sucked the life out of you. And that's why every president looks 20 years older, and not just four years older at the end of the first term, mm -hmm. because it sucks. So what Yoda realized that all he could do was paddle. The best of his ability, you can't change the fucking river. So that's where we're at, and that's what people don't look at in Star Wars, is that's what we watch. We didn't watch the downfall of the Jedi Empire. We watched the correction by the Force. Mm -hmm. Because for some reason, the Force allowed that to happen. And we don't 100% know why the Force allowed the Jedi to swell to such great numbers. We don't know if the world was that bad that it literally needed that many good people. But eventually, you either die a hero or be the villain. And the Jedi Order became the villains. And not that they were out murdering. Well, fucking yeah, they were. We just yeah. witnessed that in Ahsoka. The Jedi Order was out murdering millions of people. And that sucks to say, but again, you're right. Ambiguously, people don't want it. The Jedi do not murder babies. They don't kill normal people who just wanted to work and don't give a fuck what side anybody's on. They just wanted to feed their family. You're fucking correct. And I don't think people's brains handle that. I think that might be the biggest downfall of, of that part of Star Wars for people, mm -hmm. is they do not like that it was not clear-cut who was good and who was bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, mostly Jedi were fighting droid armies in that war, that particular war, but... You know, that's not all they were fighting. I mean, the Siege of Mandalore was not <laughs> was not droids. Listen, you know, we, if so. you watch Clone Wars, man, they're not they're not yeah. always just killing droids, man. And again, battle droids don't have AI except for the bosses, so they're killing people. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I know General Grievous was mostly not a droid. He had a brain, we think, right? We're pretty sure, yeah, but I, like I think so. Yeah, he was an android. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so but like, like uh, Darth Vader, like Vader and Maul later. Um, yeah, <laughs> guy, you should look up like you guys look up Spider Maul because man, it was that was some crazy. Crazy, crazy Clone Wars. Was that Rebel? It was was Spider-Man Clone, Clone Wars. Man, Darth Maul got some redemption in, uh, what did Freddie Prince Jr.? Or no, uh, uh, was it Ray? No, Darth, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. talked about Darth Maul is just Sisyphus. Like, yeah. that's the whole, his character arc. And we only got to see, like, a badass with a double-bladed lightsaber fighting in the movies. So if you go and watch Clone Wars, man, it's a dude pushing a rock, and it fucking falls down every time. And mm -hmm. every time he thinks he figured out a better way to push the rock, and again, the rock falls. And like, man, it's, listen, this is a fucking awesome, these movies are such a religion, and when <laughs> you're into it you're into it but yeah i so like getting in getting into like the i love that they added that that ambiguity i love yeah. they added that because when you do go of course like of course the empire didn't build factories to build tie fighters they paid people who were already building those things yeah, to contracts. do it. yeah they paid con now granted i bet you money that the empire stripped metals and stuff to give to those companies yeah. to make it cheaper but i was well, telling we Jerry, like solo that they just they commissioned the Karelian shipyards to make star destroyers to like, make star destroyers that, yeah. Karelian shipyards were making other stuff, and then the Empire comes around, they're like, no, make our stuff now. Yep. So, it, you know, that's that's the way war works. And guess what? Those big conglomerates and those companies that were making millions of credits went, whatever you want, we don't care. Sure. And guess what? A, any company will tell you a government contract, a lifelong government contract is way better than, than trying to sell 
fucking uh, uh, skiffs and speeder bikes to normies. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just it. Like that's the amazing Wait, thing about it. Wait, you want it. me to build an aircraft carrier, or I could build a bunch of EVs? I think I'm going to build an aircraft yeah. carrier. So an EV that I have to sell to a lot to to shift <laughs> yeah. Palpatine's son to, to the Bobby, Bobby Palps Junior. Bobby J. Palps Junior. <laughs> I got to sell him these skiffs and these these front loading uh, uh, droid pushers and these speeder bikes and these uh, these uh, these uh, what, what what else did oh like Luke's land speeder yeah like this hovercraft bullshit or you're gonna give or skyhopper you're gonna give <laughs> me a giant contract and billions of credits for every one of these and one of them takes like two years to build and i get to hire all these people and make x amount of money yeah yeah let's do that that's way yeah. better so what are they doing oh i am you you when you drive your car you do what you do with it. i can't tell you how to drive your car. <laughs> i don't know what they're doing go do it over there that's just it Corellia yeah. got left alone during every assault because Corellia is covered with uh moons and planets that have so much metal on them that literally it's a solar system of of, of, of of construction yards. Yeah. And that's it. And guess what? The ones that aren't construction yards are scrap yards so they can steal the metal they already made to make new stuff. Yeah. How that's how we got X Wings and in, 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 in the rebellion the rebel fighters is is that stuff. So and again, guess what? Like that's amazing that not only A do we as big giant fucking nerds know that that happens, but also <laughs> that's how rich these stories are. That that even in the background we go, well we know why the Corillian system builds this stuff because their planets are basically chunks of fucking metal. There you go. And of course, rich people want to stay rich. How do you do that? Selling shit to people who have money. Mm -hmm. There you go. So yeah, not that we're endorsing this. We're just saying that it it, it enters these sort of themes into the storytelling, which um, uh, complexifies uh, the the very simple sort of idea of the trilogy, which was you had good guys and you had bad guys. They blew up a big moon. Uh, But yeah, Last Jedi, I won't talk too much because we have talked about that a lot, but uh, great movie. Fantastic. My favorite part of the the whole Star Wars thing was when they said Ray's nobody. Uh, Her parents were nobody from from you know and like, I think that's my favorite part. We've talked about that. Your parents are I don't I don't think I have a quote. <laughs> I think I, I ad libbed that last part there. But like yeah. that to me, it was way better. It was way better. Do you know why? Because we already had an amazing, talented space monk kid from a fucking long lineage of space mm-hmm. monk. Well, not a long lineage, really just the one other guy. <laughs> yeah. But, but like that's that to me is big. I don't care enough about Palpatine to if she's a clone or a granddaughter or a whatever. I don't give a shit. Because I don't care about Palpatine. Like we love Anakin because we watched Anakin grow up now. So it was important to us. Uh, I mean, not even. It's Luke Skywalker had that. He was the princess already. Mm. That's it. We had that. So we didn't need that from Ray. Ray's storyline is better if she's a fucking junker from a nowhere planet born of nobodies. Which, because that me, means the Force created her specifically for the role she had out there. Now, I gotta that that brings up a, a good point. A uh, question I wanted to ask you, right? Yeah. And, and our listeners in general. Okay. Yeah. So Chief Palpatine. Chief. Uh, yeah. Bobby Palps. He. Uh, yeah. The the OG OG Bobby Palps. Uh, he. Well, I mean, this isn't exaggerating. He deceived an entire galaxy. Whole galaxy. The whole galaxy. Deceived and then played everybody. chess with himself he, while yeah, deceiving everybody. He deceived everyone, right? Uh, and then the next time we really see him in action, what is he doing? He's lying to Anakin Skywalker. He's lying to the Jedi Council. Uh, and then when he lies to uh, Anakin Skywalker enough that uh, Anakin Skywalker kills everyone he loves, <laughs> right? 
Right. Then uh, he manipulates him even more into getting him to be a servant. Then what does he do? He starts lying immediately to Luke Skywalker and deceiving him the whole time, right? His yeah. his Navy's actually having uh, the shit kicked out of him out there on Endor, and he points to him and says, your friends are losing. Like, he's lying. Everything <laughs> lying. he says is lying. And he says, strike your dad down. You can join me together. We will rule the galaxy. He's full of shit. He's not, he's not going to do that. He's just going to manipulate you the way he manipulated your dad, right? He, well, and then, be fair. And then we throw him down the hole. But yet, but yeah. yet, <clears throat> when he says, you're my granddaughter, everybody believes him. Why do we believe him, right? <laughs> he's never told the truth ever, ever. in the entire series. Ever. He's never, never told the truth. But yet, when, when he says, oh, you're my granddaughter, for some reason, the entire audience is like, oh, well, we gotta, we gotta trust yeah, what he I, says. Listen, <laughs> listen, and, and to me, it's better that, that that was just, like, it's still ambiguously open-ended. We don't know Ray's lineage. We didn't see Ray's lineage. And you're correct. Why ever would anybody in the world of, of, of anybody believe Palpatine? Why would they ever He's believe? He's the biggest liar in the galaxy, literally. He lied, literally, <laughs> lied his, like, lied his ass off until he got what he wanted, played chess with himself, and listen, Palpatine was geared up to be whatever he was, win or lose whichever side. He set it up that no matter what, he was winning. Yeah. So, like, and even even in that, you're talking about, uh, uh, what was that, Empire? When, when Luke and Vader fight in his throne room? Yeah. Right, even no, in Empire. That's, uh, Jedi. Jedi. In Jedi, when they're fighting in the throne room, he's not lying. Like, he's not lying about, he's bullshitting. But what I'm saying is, no matter who wins that duel, if those two fight and one of them dies, A, he got Darth Vader to kill his son. Even yeah. more anger, even never more hatred, bring that even up more visceral. He's never going to bring that up to him again. Never going to throw that in his face. Yeah. Remember when he killed so, your son? So then, <laughs> yeah. So, so now, he's basically grabbing his pit bull and shaking his face, because now he's killed his son. Another thing he thought might have brought love to his life. Or, Luke Skywalker, who, who had no training as a Jedi, who had no way to balance himself, who had no meditation skills, who had no way to control if the dark side did take over his, his mind. So so if, if Luke kills Vader, then he definitely has somebody as powerful as Vader and even more manipulatable. Someone who did not have balance at all in his life. Yeah. And we know that Anakin wasn't really balanced. He tried, We know he becomes balanced, but but we know that like it became a thing. Like it, it, So, so again, Palpatine side, wins Luke no matter wins, what. He's got an apprentice that only has one robot hand. One robot hand and not <laughs> half of his body. <laughs> constantly tortured and and to be fair not a lot of scruples not a lot of hang-ups he goes no. well what about my sister he goes well, bring her in what's she like let's find out what that one can do that's it like he has some friends but other than that luke has no real ties his aunt and uncle already dead he has his sister he has his friend and his friend's dog and that's about it like that's where we're at so like to me palp again palp everything's coming up palps man like it's a gene he's a fucking genius villain in that he sets every game board up that he plays both sides and he'll I win. Mean, it's a say what you man. will about the Galactic Empire. At least it's At least an ethos. Fucking ethos, man. <laughs> But like, but like that's that's where I'm at with it. Like, so to me, that's why when it is Palpatine at the end of of, of this prequel trilogy, that's why I go, well, yeah, fucking course it is. But not leading us into it, dropping us into it is where yeah. the problem for me comes in. Yeah. I don't want to be dropped into that. I'm sold. Of course, Palpatine had clones. Of course, those clones would still be working to to keep himself in power. Of course, that's what would happen. But dude, you gotta let me know. And I'm a for I'm a creative thinker. Not once in those first two movies ever did I suspect. Mm -mm. I did suspect Snoke was maybe a Palpatine clone or that Ray could have been. I suspect, I mean, literally Skywalkers drop body parts like fucking trash in the street. <laughs> like they're just littered all over the galaxy pieces of Skywalkers. So cloning is a thing, but didn't even give us a 
morsel. You didn't leave any trail. You just said, here's the trail. I found it. It's over here. Look at the big sign. You guys thought you were lost in the woods, but here, no big sign that says go this way. Fuck that noise. Writers are better. Like the writers they had, Dave Filoni is better than that. They did not let Dave Filoni write that because I do not believe Dave Filoni's prequel trilogy would have been anything like what we got. And it's proven in the fact that that Clone Wars, uh, 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 Rebels, uh, 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 Bad Batch, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, all this shit is way better uh, written. Not better story-wise, just better written than than the prequel trilogy Mm. or the sequel trilogy. Mm. And it was written poorly because they were grasping at straws to keep everyone happy and Mm. you can't fucking do that. Yeah, don't do that. And as we've learned, nobody was happy about the sequel, the prequel trilogy, and look where we're at now. Fucking the Golden Children. But my theory is it's guys our age that were the loud barkers and now the new people coming into Star Wars are a younger generation of of people who want to find happiness and want to be joyful about things. So (laughs) now... like I hate life yet. Yeah, well, I told you my friend Alex, his Star Wars is the prequels and he adore he sees no issues with any of that stuff he loves it all top to bottom so like that's the people who are bringing this new round of star wars the people who are lampooning and triumphing hayden christensen's return are the people who are about 10 years younger than us mm. the people who started with the prequel trilogy and went oh yeah star wars is cool so they're don't they don't have qualms or quips about what it is they yeah. accept what that was and they're accepting it now so we think it's like a resurgence but it's not it's people who are older who who loved hayden christensen as anakin skywalker yeah and as uh, we see it as like well people are warming up to him but no i think the the happiness that's coming from hayden christensen being back is people who already loved him and then guys like uh, not like us people our age have less of a have, have less of a finger on the pulse and less of a grip on star wars now so are we about to be interrupted yeah. no no we're oh. good uh but uh that that brings up the the last movie that i kind of want to talk about so we'll, okay. we'll leave force awakens because I, I really i think that with the force awakens like it's a good movie like the only sort of problem i have with it is we don't need another planet killer like yeah. that big old wedge star destroyer that giant looking horrible monstrosity that snoke was on like just just have them they're they're going to bombard a planet just make it yeah. a big space battle at the end or or something else you know yeah. but it doesn't have to be another planet killer right but well so but in the history we've talked about this too i mean don't attack russia in the winter yeah. every everybody who tries to take over that part of the world since the beginning of humanity has went we got this uh, we don't have it literally yeah. everybody so like from hannibal on they've realized stop fucking attacking that part of the world in winter because you can't do it yeah so like i didn't mind it as i think it's again it's it's it, you're trying to hit nostalgia instead yeah. of making yeah. something new exactly, exactly and also we don't need a giant planet killer like that you literally have your entire imagination to make whatever kind of weapon you want yeah it could have been a pulse ray a giant emp that literally like give us a giant black hole that like sucks all those an entire can kill a solar system by by creating a black hole or creating a wormhole or doing something other than a giant space laser guys and remember you know the first order is sort of small at this point right yeah. they're they're like they're a new resurgent sort of you know like like one of those imperial remnant or like a gideon type like they have yeah. they have uh resources but they are not a galaxy spanning you know thing at this point right so right just make the make the, st- the stakes could still be the same without it being we're going to destroy planets in the galaxy instead we're going to launch a, a larger fleet or we're going to oppress this city or this 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 planet or something like that and we have to liberate or, that one planet i'll hit you with science you suck the power from the star they only hit five planets that solar system's gone yeah it's gone 
When yeah. you remove the sun <laughs> from any solar system, yeah. the planets are done. Yeah. They yeah, will freeze. Sure. They will probably spin into eternity because there's nothing, hold, there's no gravitational pull to hold them in line. So they didn't even need the giant laser. They just went, we're taking all this power. We're going to save it in a giant battery and use it for bigger, better ships. And now you don't have a sun. And to me, that's way more evil. Letting all those people die in the recesses of a fucking ice planet that they have now created by taking the sun to me is way more yeah. evil. That's some Thrawn shit. That's Grand yeah. Admiral Tarkin shit. But uh, so Mox, sequel trilogy, uh, number one pro is Ray. Ray is fantastic. Ray, for sure. um, Kylo Ren, you know, he's a great villain because he's a different villain than we've gotten. Uh, we've got the the sort of Michael Myers uh, Darth Vader, right? The sort of looming monster that coming yeah. after us. And this is like the, the tortured, like the romantic villain, right? He's like, yeah. you know, um, I'm trying to think of a parallel, but he's more of a Dracula than he is a, a uh, Michael Myers, you know? So I think I think Vader might be a little more Freddy Krueger because he's yeah. smart, calculated. I think uh, Maul is our automaton. Yeah. Maul is our stomp through, kill everything, don't ask questions, just do what you're told yeah. kind of dude. Um, uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, man, dude, they're all good villains in their own way. They're all so good. Like, Kylo Ren is, he's, and Kylo, I mean, everybody jokes about it. he's emo, right? But he's sad. Like, he's, Listen, he regrets what he did. He regrets what he did to his dad. So. And he regrets what he did to, um, to all the those younglings at least. I'm doubling thing. down. I'm doubling the fuck down on what I said. I do not think there was a Kylo Ren redemption story. I'm not saying he was redeemed. No, no, I'm I saying don't that think he's he tortured the whole time. I don't think he did. I think he fell in love, and like a true Sith, his emotions wore on his sleeve. He would do anything to win Ray's love. But like he, he would have done for his mom. <laughs> but he won't do that. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. I think I think the only tie he had was to Leia, and I think once Cersei's gone, Joffrey will do what he wants. That's mm. what I think Kylo Ren was. So uh, I don't think there was he felt bad about any of that shit. I think he felt bad that Ray didn't like that stuff. I what rewatching that rewatching that movie again made me realize that Kylo Ren was only doing what he did for Ray. For her love. Just like his fucking just like his grandpa did. For love. Mm. Anakin didn't do any of that stuff because he was a good person. He did it because he thought Padme wanted him to. Mm. End of it. I think Anakin Skywalker was always that bad person we saw. He did not get redeemed until fucking basically recently, as far as I'm concerned. Earth, we didn't mm. see we've never seen a redeemed Anakin Skywalker except in ghost form mm. that's it like so I do not believe that 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 Ben Solo felt bad about any of that I think he felt bad that Ray felt bad about that stuff and re-watching those movies just solidified the fact that he was not a nice person and what he was doing Luke Skywalker did not create Kylo Ren Ben Solo was already Kylo Ren and that's mm -hmm. again a little retconning a little whole a little finger in the damn Dutch boy thing that's what we got with Hayden Christensen in that in that world between worlds in that one episode of Ahsoka, we got him going, no, I'm not Anakin, and then I was Vader. I am Anakin, and I am Vader. Because mm -hmm. the balance means you have to balance both. You don't you don't consider one without the other. And what we saw in Anakin, when he's talking to Ahsoka, whatever form it is, whether he was a ghost, whether it was her memory, whether it was really Anakin, no matter what, what we saw was him going, no, I'm Vader when I need to be Vader. Because that balance, knowing how to act us and use violence and anger and hatred and vitriol when it is needed, is an important part of human structure in life. Part of it's every every religion that based itself on meditation will tell you, you don't look away from the bad. You accept the bad with the good because yeah. it's part of fucking life. Amor fati. The love fate. That's what the, 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 the Roman philosophers said. The, every road has bumps. Embrace the bumps like you embrace the smoothness because the bumps are coming whether you like it or not. So I think that's what we realized. But what we, what we got out of Ben Solo is that he did not. He was the opposite of Luke Skywalker. Where Luke was always a good person, he just got some bad moments in him. Whereas I think Think Ben Solo was always a bad person. He just had 
some good moments. Mm -hmm. So in rewatching that solidified it for me. Kylo Ren is a good bad guy in that he was maybe the first time we truly saw a Sith do Sith shit. Be Sithy. Sithy. Be very Sithy. And again, that's why he tore up shit. That's why he got so angry. The reason the reason those stormtroopers stopped and turned around is because that was not the first time Kylo Ren destroyed a room. Oh, for sure. It was the thousandth thousandth time. And they went, fuck, I'm not going to be here because the last guy got killed by that idiot. (laughs) Turn around and walk away. To me, that's an important part of the dark side. The, The emotional, where every emotion is, if it's the last, it's a goldfish response to everything in the world. The Sith are fight or flight constantly. Constantly. And usually flight only happens in self-preservation. And it's important. That to me is important to that character and that story and the story of the Sith because Palpatine is not, he's Sith, but really the dark side for him was a whole different thing. It was a, it was an educational thing. It was Mm -hmm. a reading a, he, Palpatine's a space wizard, not a space monk, Mm -hmm. not a warrior. He's a wizard. He's a guy who sat in catacombs reading dusty old books with his best friend until he killed his best friend for And and now he quite literally is a lich. Uh, And now he quite literally. Second lich reference in in today's podcast. Look at that. Look at us (laughs) D&D. Look at us D&D and you mother but but yeah so uh so force awakens great also uh the 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 new sort of thing that they introduced in those movies with the uh the sort of you know where ray and kylo are communicating with each other through the force and they like things will show up in in like you know even though they're like light years apart like her necklace will show up and in, in in his hand and like stuff like that. i thought that was so cool the way they did that, that. So and cool. then you know vader's helmet falls and he goes oh so that's where you are like that and then later you know it pays off because he has the lightsaber and it was just it's fantastic nice little little new force thing that we saw that yeah. we haven't seen before and uh, i but- love when stuff like that happens and people go and you're like i love and again that's critical thinking versus creative thinking versus white black and white thinking a lot of people went, they can't do that they they can't, they can't heal with the force and you go <laughs> is this where we draw the line where do we draw what you can and can't do with the force so we can move giant ships out of the swamp but you can't make your friend's yeah. headache go away but why like that's what yeah. i understand like like where do we draw the line of how can they do that? Because it's the fucking force. Yeah. It's an unknown entity or whatever. We don't know. So like, to me, I go, shit, didn't know we could do that with the force. Now I know. Yeah. Now we know that you can move. And why could you not? Why Why is astral projection fine? Why is a dead guy coming back to wave at his son okay? <laughs> but like moving things from one place to another place, galaxy apart. No, is not okay. I don't yeah. get it. I don't um, understand how it's people like, do the you know, When Ray line. says about the force, it's like, they sound like what Ray sounded like when she's like, it's a it's a mystical energy field that lets you move rocks and stuff and then Luke says everything you just said was wrong <laughs> so because yeah because to, uh, to me that was non-creative thinking from Ray yeah. and, and Luke goes I, that's not a thing that's yeah. not anything that's actually the least important part yeah it's uh, yeah it's a lo- little side effect but uh, so before we have to go because you know man we've been talking a long time but um, have we but, to be fair like, we did have a lot of talking before we actually before, started yeah. we've only been recording since 10 for just so you know oh it's not this bad but um so the other one that I, I'm completely mystified by this. Like I, I don't I, I'm trying my hardest to step out of my point of view. Okay. And see another person's point of view. And I am failing time and okay. time again. Okay. Solo. Yeah. What is wrong with that movie? I don't know. I I, don't I, I can't I know. legitimately do not know what's wrong with People that movie. People love em, uh, love Return of the Jedi with all its quirky campiness, and then they go, This movie. And I go, What are you been talking like, about? Are you watching the same movie? Like are there different versions? Because guys, Lando Calrissian fucks a robot. 
guys. I mean, and they're in love. And Han Solo took her brain and put it in the Falcon. Like, it makes it makes him saying she, she may look bad, but she's got it where it counts. Whole, like it's crazy. Yeah. The whole movie, top to bottom, is so good. I mean, the guy that's I, I never pronounce his name right, Taylor or something or other, but the the guy that Swift. plays uh, yes, the guy that plays uh, uh, Han Solo, he's perfect. Like he's perfect. absolutely perfect in the role. The the relationship that very, the chemistry between him and Chewbacca, like immediately, is perfect. Like the you know the fact that it starts out and it says it's a time of outlaws. Like of course this is the movie we need to have yeah. Han Solo's origin story in because he's an outlaw. So it should be about crime syndicates. It should be about double crossing and Kira do- triple crossing people. Like it, it's it's per- it's a perfect it's perfect it's nice a really gangster good. movie. Like yeah. what? How is it? it I don't is, understand it. it I don't is understand as perfect the for the character as Rogue One is for the story. Yes. So, but to me, I don't want a dark gritty Han Solo because that's not Han Solo. Han Solo's not dark and gritty. Han Solo's cheesy and campy yeah. and shut him up or shut him down. He's Ocean's or, Eleven. He's not the Godfather. Like he's it, Ocean's Eleven. And and I love that they like listen that that took a shot at people that that said it should have been like a mafia movie. And I think they knew it was coming because they stole his name the same way Vito Corleone stole his name. It was a mistake. So in the Godfather, in the Godfather Part Two, when little Vito comes over, there's or on Ellis Island, there's hundreds of thousands of people trying to get into America because everywhere sucks. And there's little Vito, and he's Vito from a town in Italy called Corleone, right? That's where he's from. A guy looks at it, he goes, Vito Corleone, and he writes down Vito Corleone. That's his name. Han Solo. That's his name. Yeah. So like that was pe- that was them going, we're not going to make it. It's not dark and gritty, but it shouldn't be dark and gritty. I thought, it, listen, I don't, I, the, the second I saw that movie and people were like, uh, what are you fucking talking? Yeah, I it, hope it, it fails. <clears throat> what? Listen, what? that kid could have, listen, they should have lampooned that into young Indiana Jones because I'd watch that dude be Harrison Ford over yeah. and over. And by the way, I got to send you a picture. I'm going to send it to you. And I, well, I, I don't know if I could post it because I didn't ask the permission. There was a guy walking around as Indiana Jones carrying the, 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 the ba- sandbag guy, the little yeah. model thing. And, and had his son with him in a fucking 1930s Boy Scout outfit with a golden cross, exact replica golden cross tucked in. And I literally went, holy shit, you ha- I have to take a picture of you guys. And so I took a picture because I go, oh my God. And then I go, now count to 10 in Latin. And the kid didn't know, which means that that kid only dressed up because his dad loves doing it. So I, but the dad went, ha ha. And he goes, but wait, look. And he opens his perfect satchel and he has a fucking Shankara stone. Oh my God. That he had made by a sculptor in Italy. And it had LEDs in it. Oh Turn it on. It glowed. It was the greatest cosplay outside of the cosplay I sent you, which was Coach Z from like some yes. 17 year old kid. Yeah. Phenomenal. But I have to send that to you. But anyway, you're you're correct. Han Solo was exactly the movie we needed. Solo was the exact movie we needed to tell a little precursor for Han Solo. And guess yeah. what? We didn't really get a prequel Han Solo. We didn't get to meet no. Han Solo because he wasn't around. He was off doing outlaw shit. He was off doing this shit while Anakin was off doing that shit with Obi Wan. And so like one of the biggest criticisms I've heard is that people say uh, we didn't want to know where Solo come from. Like, what? Yeah, I did. What? I want to know how him and Chewie met. I mean, a thousand percent I wanted to know. But even if you didn't want to know that, what, it's like if somebody gives you somebody gives you mint chocolate chip ice cream and you're like, oh, uh, I actually I want a butter pecan. You're still going to eat the mint chocolate still chip ice cream. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's still delicious that, ice cream. Listen, ice cream is fucking ice cream. <laughs> Outside of something understand. with pistachios in it, maybe. But I'd still eat it. If they were like, well, we got pistachio ice cream. I'm like, alright, I'm going to okay. eat it. I guess I'll eat Because any ice cream is way better than not getting ice cream And then ever. imagine if you take a bite of that pistachio ice cream and you're like, oh, this is a lot better than I expected it to be. You would be pleasantly surprised. So I don't how understand. About this? How about this? How about you take a bite of that mint chocolate chip and you're like, this is chocolate and mint together is the grossest thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
what? Shut the fuck up about it. Let everybody else eat the mention. <laughs> yeah, the okay. That's the important part is if you don't like it, that's perfectly okay. Yeah. You don't have to. I, I just, shut I'm, up and let I'm everybody else lost. enjoy their mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, I mean, Solo's great. It's a great, it's great. movie. It's and a Kira, great. that and character, a new character to the universe. Kira, fan, I, want, I want her to show up again. What's she up I, to? Listen, give us a dark no gritty. Um, what's the black? No, what's the dawn? Uh, uh, the, uh, what's no, what's the black Darth sun. Maul's the black sun? Also, the crimson, dawn. Fact, crimson, crimson dawn. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that Darth Maul like was everywhere trying to start rebellions all the time forever. Everywhere. He was on yeah. every planet trying to start <laughs> something with his finger in every pie he could stick yeah. a finger in and losing every time and going, well, I'm going to roll this rock back up because he did it with Crimson Dawn. He did it. But did he do it on Mandalore? Was Maul on yeah, Mandalore he, for a little yeah. while? Yeah, he was the Come ruler on. of Mandalore. He was the ruler he, of Mandalore for a long time. <laughs> I, I, Maul was everywhere and yeah. failing nonstop ever. Failing on <laughs> Sisyphus, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Kira, she was great. That uh, actress, what's her name? Uh, 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 I'm just, I'm watching her. Daenerys Targaryen, that's yes, her name. That's, uh, Emma, no, her Emily. Name. Uh, her name. It's yeah. her, Daenerys. Yeah. Emma Watson. It's no. not Emma Clarkson? Watson. Emily Amelia Clark. Amelia Clarkson. <laughs> yes. No, just Clark. Kelly no, Clarkson. Clark. Taylor so, Swift. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Travis Kelts. Her name is Travis Kelts. <laughs> but yeah, she's great. Like, she's, she's perfect. She starts out, she starts out, she's like incredibly innocent, right? And we don't see her, her turn coming, right? We especially don't see the, the triple cross coming, right? Yeah. And then like, like I, she inherits that crime empire because we know that Maul gets uh, iced by Obi-Wan in the desert a little bit later, but you know. Wait, did you uh, like your own picture? What? I just saw something pop up. Oh, you did a thumbs up and it popped up on my screen. Oh. Look. Oh, yeah. You said, what the fuck is that? That's nonsense. That's cool. Anyway. Yeah, she's, she's great. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Also, uh, can we talk about the fact that, like, everybody went, well, Hansel's kind of a space cowboy. And then they made a space cowboy movie where they rob a fucking train. Yes, they, they literally rob a train. Rob a fucking train. He's a space cowboy. Yeah, I, he I, is. I'm, he's not a samurai. He is. I'm flabbergasted. I don't, flabber I don't understand. I am, I am other important <laughs> English words that you probably. What is. Give me more flabbergasted, Dr. Isaris. Uh, I am. I am. Um, I am. Oh, I put Ryder on the spot. I am non diplom. <laughs> no, that's different. <laughs> I am persona non grata. No, These are these. It's actually French and it means pen name, but what uh, is? nom de plume. No pen name. Non plus no means that you just don't know how to react. Oh, yeah. So vis a vis in this situation. Vis a vis yeah. means face to face, you idiots. So you guys, like, put away whatever biases you have and watch Solo with a fresh pair of eyes. And what about you know, this? What if you just enjoyed your life? As just enjoy your life. Just, just go, some of this stuff sucks. And that's okay because a lot of it's really good. Yeah. Just in not, general. And I'm not saying it's perfect. Like, I do cringe when, not when Maul shows up, but when he lights his lightsaber. Why does he do that? He, there's no reason for him to do that. To he be is fair, they retconned that, they retconned that a little bit again in, with, uh, with, uh, at the end of, uh, I won't spoil in case nobody's watched the end of Ahsoka, but we do see someone on a hill light a lightsaber for no real reason because people that they're doing it to can definitely see who they are. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're just like, and they go, yeah, we saw you coming. Like, it's a flat plane. Yeah. You're right, the giant wolf. It's a pretty, it's a pretty cool scene, uh, pose though, but, listen, uh, it was, listen, also, she, and she's beat up. They don't know who it is. It's Ahsoka <laughs> on a wolf. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Sabine. Uh, it's Hera. It's Hera. It's, 
It's Mon Mothma. No, it's Chopper. Uh, <laughs> it's Chopper. Yeah. So, uh, but that when he lights his light, he doesn't need to do that. He's not intimidating anybody. Like he's no. already done the intimidating. He's a hologram. Kira, Kira is not going to get hit by his hologram lightsaber. There's no reason for him to ignite no. it. But yeah, I'm, it's cool that he shows up. All that stuff. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vision. He's really. He's a. Uh, he's um, Oh, Paul Bettany. Yeah, he's he's pretty intimidating in that movie. Like yeah. uh, he's not in there a lot. But then you know Woody Harrelson. I mean, come on. That I'm, guys, it's a great. It's movie. So I don't good. understand. I don't understand. And Donald Glover did so goddamn good. I could not be. The fact that did not lampoon into a Lando Calrissian blows. Except for Disney has a real hard time putting black folks in charge of stuff. And not just in charge, but at the front of things. Yeah. I mean, they made a black princess and the whole time she was a fucking frog. So uh, don't at me. They made a princess (laughs) and a frog and she was a frog 90%. She was not a black girl most of the time. Yeah. Disney kowtows to a, a very loud minority of white folks who do not like black people doing things so they left it alone. That's what Disney does. So the fact that we didn't get more from Finn, the fact that Lando Calrissian did not instantly, he was the best. Listen, they they created him in Battlefront 2 because of the character that Donald Glover created and he's one of my favorites to fight with. And one of his things, he has like an EMP radar thing where you can see other people and when he throws it, he's like whips it like he skipped, like he's throwing a <laughs> coin to a beggar. It's so fucking cool. But also they missed a golden opportunity to have a black lead cast tell a, a but not a black story, but a, a story of guess what? Black folks seem to be a minority, even a galaxy far, far away, because there yeah. ain't a whole fuck of them. Unfortunately. So yeah. like, so let's tell a story from a viewpoint of a guy who isn't these people, and they missed a golden opportunity. Andy fucks robots, dude. He's got <laughs> and, unapol- <laughs> not, and I'm not, I'm not yucking his yum. I love the idea. She's a, a person. She has a brain. She chose to be in love with him because she has a fucking thinking brain. I don't care who does what to who. Somebody had to have sex with Jabba the Hutt to make more babies. I don't, I'm not going to yuck that dude jump. I'm just saying to me, that's interesting that of all the women we know, Lando Calrissian, like Wilt Chamberlain style slept with, he has numbers up with Mick Jagger probably of, of <laughs> alien women. I think Lando Calrissian is a man of opportunity. If it has tentacles, excuse me, if they have tentacles, if they are a robot, if they are blue, if they are green, if they have six heads, Lando Calrissian is perfectly fine with it because every lady needs a man. And that to me is a fucking story. And you know what you do is you lampoon that into a 70s style casino movie. You make him James Bond. Like-esque. Like, not for like a government, but for himself. Like a free-range they're missing out, man, on what could be a great franchise. Well, I did hear there's supposed to be a series, but I don't, that was before uh, well, the, the Disney. CEO. Well, Disney said that they're not putting anything on ice. They're just slowing it. Mm. Which, if, if, if slowing it means we get more of what they did with Ahsoka, fucking you put that thing Blow on that low, and we will go with, <laughs> I will be a fan until the day I die, because that was so well made. Mm. And I'm gonna say, just like Ryan, who just re-watched some of those movies he hadn't watched but once, those stories are well made, and they're good. And w- we talk about how much we love these things. I, there's a problem with ev- Ahsoka, maybe not. Bad Batch, I haven't had a big issue with anything in the Bad Batch. The, the new stuff, there's not a lot of cracks that I've seen. But in every movie from 77 on, I could point the things I do not like about the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe that they did. A lot of it's, some of it's acting, some of it's storytelling, some of it's plot holes, but man, that is a thimble fool compared to the fucking vast ocean of storyline and religion that Ryan and I, who are both agnostically atheists, which we're not, because you believe in this shit. <laughs> you believe the same way people believe in angels, Ryan. Believe in everything you watch the whole time. You can't tell me in Ahsoka you didn't fucking find religious moments where you're like, oh, <laughs> this is a come to Jesus moment. We, I felt it like 20 times during Ahsoka. And I know you did too because this is our religion. This is what we put faith in standard. I structure my life and how good my kids are doing. Is that, is that the way of the Jedi? Would my kids be doing 
good in that world. So like, it's important, but it's also important to love something and be able to criticize and critique and find the flaws in it because you don't get better. There are no failures. There are only practices. So, and, and retconning to me is just learning. The reason the Metachlorians never really get brought up is because they tried to go, look, it's not a religion, it's science fact. And then everybody went, fuck yeah. that. And they went, all right, cool. We'll bring it up every once in a while. But for the most part, let sleeping dogs lie. And that's what that's, that's how it works. You have a, an idea about something and not a belief structure. So that's what, that's what I do with everything I find wrong, including dissing black folk. It's a problem, but it's not a problem just with Disney and Star Wars. It's a problem pretty much everywhere. Mm. Like, like we have issues with black people leading things. And I think that's incorrect because so far, some of the best new Star Wars characters are people of color and people uh, 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 of different faith or leanings or skin tones or structures or whatever. Because Rogue One has some of the best characters. We got a black guy who needs his own fucking series because of the fact Saul Guerrero. Because if you if you talk about sometimes you go so far left, you become right wing. Yeah, his name's fucking Saul Guerrero. His yeah. name is fucking Saul Guerrero and he deserves a show or a movie. A young, I'm telling you, man, Disney is missing out the same way Marvel missed out not having a female-led. Black Widow should have been the second or third movie. Mm. Instantaneously. ScarJo did so good. I was so sold and interested. She's not a superhero. She's Batman. She's fucking Batman. So give mm. her a series. Give her a show. Give her a movie. And I think Disney is really missing out with all the, well, I, okay. I should take it back because maybe we just did get a black-led character in a show that was almost damn near perfect. Yes. And not only that, it was also female. Okay, Disney. Uh, Walt. You're learning. I apologize. I do apologize. You're learning because they did. They gave us almost a completely female-driven show with a woman of color at the helm who I haven't heard much bad. Like, and maybe it's just I'm not in the realm of that sphere anymore of like complaining people. I haven't heard a lot of bad about Ahsoka. Have you? Like, I mean, do, do you think they're afraid that like white dudes won't watch a show unless a white dude is a hero? I think so. But nostal nostalgically, that's that's what it's been. Yeah. I mean, I know, Last Samurai. That's what it's uh, been because those are the people that have been writing the stories. But right? now, yes. And now but I that, think that, we're... That, that, that then implies that all those stories that were written by white dudes that featured white dudes as, as the heroes, only white dudes watched those or read those stories. That that's not, the implication, but we know that's a thousand percent that's not, not true. true. <laughs> that's not true. So, but I think slowly, and, and I, I again, I apologize to Disney because I, I literally just glazed over the fact that I watched probably the best Star Wars series ever and it's female-led and led by an, uh, a black actress who who not only and has has been in has her fingers in a lot of fucking cool Disney pies, man. Because she was she was in a, a she's the night nurse in the in the Netflix Marvel universe. Mm. So in Marvel, uh, the night nurse was a woman who helped superheroes who couldn't go to the hospital, and she was always a thing, not really a superhero, just showed up to patch people up who need to patch up. And that was uh that was Rosario Dawson, and now she's like Haunted Mansion, and like now she's Ahsoka, and it was really good. So I I am incorrect. They are getting there, and that's what we need. So maybe we will get a good Lando series. Because guess what? Black guys need and listen, not in a way like finally black people get their comeuppance, but like in a world where blue people exist and it's fine and who cares what skin tone, nationality yeah. or race a per or, or sex a person is. Yeah. Go out and do Look, give us a droid, which I guess we're getting a droids thing. Like we're getting a thing about droids, I guess, is the next one of the new things coming soon. There's a show idea. called Droids. So, and the Alkalade, which is going to be an Asian guy, I think, is going to be the, 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 the skeleton crew, which oh, is Jude Law. Jude Law. And that's going to be young kids and maybe one of them's going to be gay. I'm not saying they will, but guys, if it happens, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> guys like Dick in, in a galaxy far, far away, just like they like Dick here. So just what I want, it. what I want, and I'm going to be totally selfish here when I say this about Skeleton Crew. I know next to nothing about it other than yeah. uh, some of the short descriptions that they said. Here's what I'll say. You remember uh, the movie Toy Soldiers? Yes. About the terrorists that take over a boarding school and yeah. then kids, Will and it's amazing. Yeah. With Will Wheaton and Sam Aston. <laughs> uh, Will Wheaton and uh, and, and Samwell, uh, Samwell, uh, Samwise, and Gamgee. Uh, uh, um, so, so to, to my understanding, it 
it will be a bunch of Academy dropouts who join an older mm. rebellion guy, rebel leader guy, just in a, in a on a spaceship. So that's I my was, understanding. What I was going to say is, I want Super Eight and Star Wars. That's what I want. <laughs> to be fair, that's kind of what Toy Soldiers was, except there yeah. was like the big bad guy was just just a, just some terrorists who were like, oh, we'll take the like that was a weird movie. I love that. Yeah. Movie. That's one of my Vice movies. If it's on, I'll watch every bit of that movie. It's so oh, also, and uh, Louis Gossard Jr. Yeah. Louis Gossard Jr. is the, the headmaster of that school. Iron Eagle, man. Watch that movie, too. <laughs> Look, make Iron Eagle about X-Wings, I'm in. If that's what it is, if it's fucking Iron Eagle with X-Wings, I'm sold. And Louis Gossard Jr.'s kid acts, I think. So there you go. Chat, we got it. Also, uh, listeners, if you've not seen the movie Super 8, what are you doing? Oh, my go, God. Go see that movie. Don't be like, so oh, it's J.J. Abrams. Just, just go see it. It's if, fantastic. If not for Super 8, we get no Stranger Things. Oh, for sure. For there sure. is no Stranger Things without Super 8. And I'm not disparaging Stranger Things because I think it's genius. I just don't think that people gamble on something like Stranger Things unless we had a Super 8. Yeah. So good. So And what a love letter to like filmmaking and, and, and film in general. Mm. Just so good. Man, that was a that was a long jump you just took. Man, that was a good jump. <laughs> we could talk about Super 8 forever. I love that movie yeah. so much. One of the best lines and one of my favorite lines in cinema is when he says, bad things happen, but you can still live. That was just, it's just fantastic. Says it. Okay. That was so good. So good. So good. So let's end this. Let's <laughs> well, let end me see this. if I can make it happen again. I think you had to use your other didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do it. it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Why does yours do it? Mine doesn't. I, it's a new feature on Mac OS X, I think. You know what I anyway. can do, though? Watch. Uh, ready? Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> I can do that, though. If you look down at the bottom on the left there, where the camera, turn off camera, share your screen, and the start yeah. activity, right next to it is open soundboard. Oh. And look. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, wait. Hey, guys. Ryan just told a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, god. we're a radio show now. We have a real radio show now, right? <laughs> Why is what that a, is happening? You can add you your can, own anyway. You I'm gonna do own. some shit for next Guys, time. sorry, the podcast is over now because we found the soundboard. We're just gonna say it's gonna oh maybe later. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Oh that's <laughs> the stupidest thing they could have given us. We're children still. Oh, this is radio God. broadcasting all over again. Dave is gonna yell at us because this is not proper. So here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna end it with. And this might be a thing we do because I I really wanna put I really wanna structure this a little more like a like an AM drive show where we do have like similar things. I want to work on, on on writing some theme songs because like I really want to bring back MFK and I want to write a theme song for MFK and so um but what about this just real quick how about I name like three Star Wars characters and you tell me your favorite line or scene of them uh, just to end the show and then okay. you can do the same for me so uh, the first one I will say what's your favorite Palpatine line or moment oh that's good uh so I think when Palpatine is the most the most Palpatine line out there is is from Phantom Menace. He's a little hologram, and he says, "Wiped about." Oh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Wait, but then there's also mind? there's also the one in Revenge of the Sith when he says, "Do it, <laughs> do it." <laughs> That's close to mine, but mine mine is and for will for nothing sums up Palpatine more well. So there's the talk with Vader or with Anakin. Hey, you've learned the lessons of, of Darth Vader like, yeah. because he's using a voice that Senator that that you know, we all have that phone voice. We're like, "Hello, this is Mr. Paxton." Hello, like that. <laughs> voice that's what he's doing because he's trying to charm anakin so but we know that the real uh, bobby j palps voice is i am the senate yes. i love that <laughs> the delivery of i am the senate is so good anyway okay so i love anything uh, execute order six anything sith like pal like actual uh sidious i love from him so mm. okay so how about ray what's your fate you just rewatch these so like ray is just so good all the time um, yeah 
it's got to it's got to be something she said to Luke because that whole every interaction she has with Luke is is fantastic. Um, I, I don't know. It's I have to think about that one. What's yours? My favorite Ray. Yeah. Um, man, I uh, my favorite Ray moment might be honestly the the one with when we're learning about Ray and Finn together as like a as a duo and not a couple, which I love. I love they never there was no love interest. There was mutual like just friendship. No, no. There's a cute uh, boyfriend line. Oh yeah. You got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? <laughs> Listen, that's a guy thing. Like she could have been, she could have been uh, Bib Fortuna, and like any guy. Very Lando Calrissian. The fact that I'm stuck in space with a girl. Like that yeah. was just. A, Do you have a boyfriend? Because also, like, let's not pretend Daisy Ridley isn't super pretty. Like, yeah. so that's a dude moment. But I think that that um that inner my favorite is probably them that interaction of her being kind of a boss. <gasps> I take it back. Quit grabbing my hand. My hand. Oh, yeah, might yeah, yeah. be my favorite because that sets the tone for. That's the perfect set of tone. A girl who. Do, a girl does not need your hand. Yeah. I can run. I can fight. I can do whatever you can do just as quickly or if not better than you. So I think my favorite Ray line might be that little boss bitch moment where she goes, don't quit. I told you nicely a couple times. Stop fucking grabbing my hand. Yeah. So that to me is probably my all time. I was going to say that interaction between them when she's fixing shit. Again, a boss, a boss girl moment yeah. doing doing boss shit uh, is important for her storyline. But I like the interact, the acting, the writing, all of that. I bypassed the compressor. That's great. And Han Solo is just like... <laughs> I love that because he, he listen. Also, Han Solo is a cowboy who plays cards, who can read people like a book, who looks at Ray and knows exactly what type of person she is, and looks at Finn and knows exactly what type of person. Women so from the moment he out. met, <laughs> yeah, dude, they always find out. That and he's one of my favorite from, from uh, personal experience as well. From, but. They always know. So, uh, so what is that? It. What's it for you for then for Ray? I don't know. I, the funniest uh, line I think when, when uh, the, the the one that always gets a laugh out of me is the one I was talking about earlier, where she's like, "No, that that, that the one, one I am." Pointing, pointing to that, that that's that's the funniest line but i think the the best dramatic line is when she said and it's like such a gut punch uh she says i wanted to take your hand to take ben's hand right when you know he's like why didn't you take my hand and he's like i wanted to take your hand but i wanted to take ben's hand and kylo is just like Ugh! you know and i yeah. thought that was that was, that's, that's probably such, that's really and good. well delivered and adam driver such a good actor man such a good actor can you like put a towel on or something <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, all right. So last for today, I'm going to I'm gonna go a little outside the box here. Oh no, you! Uh, I was gonna say C3PO, but I feel like I already know that, yeah, that that's yeah. gonna be okay. So then let's go. R2D2 is when he drops all the f bombs. That's my I favorite one. That. Uh, what's your? What about? Um, Which is every time? What about Yoda? Um, that's a good one because that's a, that's the opposite of pouts. Like it's it's when he said. Uh, so this is an easy one uh, for Yoda. It's when he said, uh, "I tripped over that law." and I moved the log oh. and underneath the log there was a little stick and I thought and I said, that oh my log God. had a oh, child that's got to be my favorite line and rolling <laughs> down. my favorite line is if I had your giant feet out, out there, there on the beach, on the beach would I could have outrun them birds have <laughs> <laughs> like oh, oh, oh. god damn it you that's got to be my favorite your line is the, the log had a little child <laughs> I agree. No, mine mine probably will always be do or do not. That's yeah. it. Do or do not. There's no middle ground. There's no you you either are doing the act or you're not doing the act. <laughs> I cannot think of stop it. Seagull stop it now. Stop That's it. all I can think of. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and then the sequel, the follow-up, My Stick is Better Than Bacon, my, which oh is, my God. is fantastic as well. There's but, the one uh, about the bushes, too. There's one that... The Bushes of Love. That's Obi-Wan. Bushes of Love. That's, That's the Obi-Wan Bushes song. Yeah. But uh, the I, I think Yoda is best when he's the little imp, when he's when he's mischievous. Like, when, yeah. he, when, he, strike, when he catches the tree on fire, I mean, Luke is like, all of the decks, and, and he's just laughing. Like, you don't need that stuff. Also, no, of course I he think knows. it's a bit of I think it's a he, bit of bad writing that Ray took the books. I kind of wish Yoda because to me that's a Yoda redemption. Knowing that what the Jedi Order was was incorrect, yeah. I don't know that Ray needs all those books because I think I think the symbology of burning the oldest Jedi tree in the universe was the important part. It, you've got to Kylo Ren was right. You have to burn the past if you need to to move on to the future. They're saying the same thing mm. except for that Ray did take books. So really, Yoda is still pushing that same bullshit. That same theological ideal instead of letting Ray figure out what good the Force can do for them, the universe now. But it teaches so see, Luke there's problems, I see. It does. Luke wouldn't yeah, have done that, what he did he's at still the end. so powerful even in death, I can bring a storm and light <laughs> no, down on your head. No, he's, he's teaching Luke to let go, to stop trying to bring back what was before and stop trying to make up for the past and just yeah. start living now. And he says, uh, you know, that's why he burns it down. So Luke thinks that the books are gone. So that's important for Luke. So he's still training Luke. And then, yeah. okay, okay. So not that log had a little child. So yeah, I think the best Yoda line is they are what they they are what, what oh my god now I'm not thinking of it. he says it to Luke right there at that scene yeah. when he said you know uh, when they are what what we, we are what they grow beyond and I thought that was you know it's a little metaphor that, for parenting and it's a thousand else. percent metaphor for parenting yeah that's what you want is your student your kid your uh, your underling to be better than you unless yeah. you're a Sith then you just need them right at the level underneath yeah. you because it turns out when they get better than you they, they throw you. your old ass down a fucking giant well <laughs> for their and kid they never Inquisitors, they tried to off Vader too. Like, what are you thinking, guys? Listen, like, stop the fact it. that we don't get a listen, everybody in the world would watch Vader hunting down artifacts and fighting bounty hunters who are trying to take his life because they think they're going to be the next cog in the wheel of the Empire. I would, they don't even have to write stories. It could be a fight. Vader kills somebody. Vader finds an object after solving a puzzle. He doesn't even have to talk. I wouldn't care if he talked. I just want to watch it. Mm. So, well, there was in the Legends novels, wasn't there a Shadow of the Empire or something? There was like a, a, a Black Sun like leader that was trying to take out Vader. He was trying yeah. to get the number two spot. Yeah. And well, in the Vader, Vader comics, they've brought all that back. Vader's yeah. still being hunted. And guess what? Guess who eggs it on? Palpatine. Palpatine. Because the either guy A, he finds believe. somebody better than Vader. <laughs> yeah. Either he finds somebody better than Vader, or he keeps training Vader to be better and stronger and faster and more powerful. So, mm. again, everything's coming up Palps, man. He's a good villain. And I don't Palps. mind that he was the bad one in the prequel tril or sequel trilogies. Just mind they didn't let us know earlier. They yeah. didn't give us a glimmer. So, yeah. alright, I gotta go, because I gotta go uh, home coming tonight and go buy shoes and <gasps> I don't have anything else. Oh my god. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're uh, such dorks. That's the best. No, stop. Oh my god, Ryan, it's doing something. Okay, go away. Alright, I lost you. Hold on. Come back. The soundboard popped up. And, oh, okay, I'm back. Alright, we're done. <laughs> Sorry, I stopped that <laughs> shit. That was a boomer moment again. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, until... Uh, uh, do you want to do it again next week? Uh, if you can. If I can, yeah, sure. Just let me know. So, I mean, well, it guys, should be. Yeah. I'm Doug. I'm Ryan. It's been two weeks from everywhere. A Star Wars podcast about the Coen Brothers. I'm going to change the fucking name of the podcast again. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Jesus Christ. We need and a, we apologize we need to everyone. Now, we found the uh, we found the soundboard. Now it's oh, all yeah. over. And, uh, and there's a button that says add sounds. So that's definitely going to get abused. Yeah, that's going to be bad. So. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time. Bye, guys. Yeah, bye.